Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Boomer and Geo on The Fan and the CBS Sports Network. Top studio, Boomer Size and Greg Giannotti. It's Boomer and Geo on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network and wherever you are in the free Odyssey app. Good Thursday morning. Excited for this one. Boomer is out, of course, for the rest of the week, and Jerry's doing Rutgers basketball. So lame duckskin, our program director, said, Who do you want to have in? And I said, what about uh, KFC, Kevin Clancy from Barstool? He goes, how much money is he going to want? And I said, I don't, I don't think any. I think he kind of likes this place, but I'll ask him, and if he brings up money, then I'll just send him to you. And you didn't, although you can when he comes in if you'd like to ask for some money. But, uh, Kevin, good morning. How are you? Good, man. Never even crossed my mind. Never even crossed my mind. A- anything for you guys. Well, and you, you've made enough at this point, right? I mean, all the Doing stuff all right. is, is, you know, it's vested. Yep. You got yep. a new house, don't you? Yep, new a house. Big giant. I saw a gazebo or something There's a out gazebo, there. yep. <laughs> There's a gazebo that I never use, but I got a gazebo. That's <laughs> uh, just one yeah, of those doing things. Good. That you needed to have, mm-hmm. even though you're never going to use it. So, uh, obviously, happy for you. We're on the ground floor of what has become one of the most important sports media companies Crazy. in the country, and you have, and you're you're probably the only guy in this business that I am jealous of their job over my job. Yeah, and I- the only reason why, and I'm not saying that I would I would take your job over my job, but I am jealous in the fact that. 
it's something you even said on your Instagram this morning. Yeah. Like, I'm doing podcasts from home. You know, I got, you're interviewing comedians. You're laughing. You can say whatever the hell you want. You don't have to worry about the FCC. I mean, it's just tremendous. I, the fact that you guys get up, what do you get in at 5.30 every day? Yeah, a little earlier, yeah. Is this, what is this, the 1800s? What are we doing here, Al? <laughs> you guys, this is crazy. Well, I mean, people still commute. No, I know. People still I love know. the radio. You guys are, you're like first responders in my mind. Jesus, <laughs> you got to be out there for the people. The, the people out there who are out there early, they got nothing. You know, when you wake up and it's still dark out and it's like miserable, but you still got the guys on the fan, it's important. Well, I do think that even in this world where podcasts are available at any point, the fact that we're here live, it's unpredictable. You have yes, no idea what's live going on. is so key, man. Yeah. Yeah, we even try to capture that a lot uh, at Barstool, uh, going live on you know any of the video streaming services. Uh, we're on Rumble. We're on YouTube. Like, it's... It's something, even even if you do a podcast and you don't edit it and you let it fly and post it as is, having that safety net is, is always a little different. So when you are truly live, it just adds a little extra to it, you know? Would you ever do something like this full time? Do radio live full time? I always thought it would kind of be nice like after, like when I'm older. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I could do the morning. <laughs> <laughs> But if there was ever the midday spot or something like that, uh, I yeah, I mean, I grew up around here, man. Right. I, you know, I, I love all you guys. It's it's every time I am here, it's surreal because I did grow up on it. Every every show, every host. Um, so every time I'm either even mentioned or a guest spot or now today, like sitting in Boomer's chair is absolutely incredible for me. So even though Barstool worked out beyond my wildest dreams. If I was ever here, yeah, yeah, like it's, it's, it would be an honor, you know? So. Yeah, because probably like 10 years ago, you would have said, like, absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah, there was for sure a time where, you know, if you guys came knocking, I would probably would have been like, I'm out. Uh, I'll drop everything for it. Um, <laughs> but now you set yourself up pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, beyond my wildest dreams, never intended it, never saw it coming. So I uh, got lucky in that regard. But, um, but you guys are, you know, the originals in my mind. The OGs yeah, the here OGs. at WFAN. Mm -hmm. uh, the last time you were on this show, it was on the phone, and we were talking about Steve Cohen. Oh, boy. And um, and I was not offended by this, but I remembered what you said. And uh, do you remember what you called me? I don't expect you to, but uh, you did. I do remember going at it, but I don't remember yeah. what I specifically said. What I called you, you called me a fat idiot. <laughs> You're not fat anymore. You never, actually, you, 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 you've been skinny for a while now. Well, it's been, it's been about a year. I go up and down. We're coming on a year that I've uh, kept great. this this weight off. Thanks, but you know what the hell. It's just uh, at some point I'll get fat again, and then I'll be well, looking back on these videos and going, oh, my God, what happened to me? Also, it's like, what? What's the what's the point? Because uh, you feel than, terrible. Yes, that is right. true. But like, I don't as know, far as looking good, anyway. it doesn't matter. Like, right. Yeah, you're married. You just yeah, you, they you, put the makeup on you. I got the makeup on today. I got the full treatment. Right. You know, whatever. You know, put put lipstick on the pig. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying, but it's really just it's feeling yeah. good. When and you, then when you wake up and you're not like. Every time I get out of a chair now, I'm, I'm the old man. I'm like, it's terrible. Terrible. And how man. old are you now? You're a little older. 38. I'll be 39 oh, in like wait. two weeks. I thought you were older than me. No. Oh, so, all right. So you're, all right, so you're two years younger than me. Yeah, it gets worse. It definitely gets of worse. Of course. Like, no, everything gets worse. It's <laughs> like quickly, though. Yeah, especially um, the life we live. Mets fans, Jets fans, Knicks fans, whatever you are. You know, it just gets worse and worse every right. year. Right. So you called me a fat idiot because I said that Steve Cohen was doing a bad job up until that point. And I understand that he's different than the Wilpons. I'm not one of those guys. Mm-hmm. 
But this offseason, even you who's been trying to be positive with this organization for the last number of years where most of us have been negative, even this offseason's got to piss you off a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no two ways about that. I will say, I do think people forget that, like, I, I think it matters that he initially had the biggest offer for Yamamoto. Yeah. Like, that that means something. And I think at some point in, in the business world, you recognize when you're just being used for leverage and getting played. Like... Yeah, I guess he could have gone to like 400. But I don't even know that. I really don't think Yamamoto was ever really planning on coming here. And it would have taken like something ridiculous to get him. And I think there was kind of a, a, an idea of like, if we get him, maybe we 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 start to make more moves. And if we don't, we get back to the long-term plan. I was just saying this to you off mic. I think with the Mets, one of the f- best things that happened to us as fans in recent years was 2022, but for the long term, like the landscape of everything, I almost wonder if it it got hopes up and it was kind of a little bit of like lightning in a bottle that we thought this is just, you know, Cohen's here now and we're going to be like this every year. And it's like we are still we still didn't really even have a full time GM or president at that time. You know, it was still a revolving door and there's still a lot of changes to make. And I think we kind of got needed to get back to like we always, he always had his heart. And as I said on Stearns, I don't know. I mean, this guy better deliver because right, I mean, I've been hearing his name for yeah how long now? He's probably pulling the strings on this past off season, or or sorry, not the off season, but the trade deadline stuff. Right before he was here. Right, like, right. There's you have no to doubt imagine. in my mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so there's a lot of pressure on him to be honest, more more so than even Cohen. Um, I think when the time is right, I, I mean, it's just such a long term thing. We talk about being an owner. You know what I mean? And I know New York, you know, we don't we don't have a lot of patience and we want things right away. And especially when you get a little taste of it where it was like, what could have been? But I think they did a very good job of like, wait a minute. You know, we had a long-term plan. All of a sudden, we catch lightning in a bottle. We're good. Let's go all in on some Hall of Famers, short-term, that aren't going to bog us down. And when it didn't work out, it's like, all right, let's get back to the long-term plan. So now, listen, if all of a sudden Pete Alonso's walking and some of these big names go by without any real offers. Nobody's coming in. Then I'm going to get real. Then, then, then there's problems. Well, I, I, I think that he would pay Pete Alonso if David Stearns wants Pete Alonso on the team. I don't think that money is going to stop him. But I don't know if David what Stearns is not to want. I'll tell you, this, this is what he's going to say. Batting average. I, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I want Pete Alonso signed. If he was signed this morning out of nowhere, which is not going to happen, I would be thrilled. I would have a positive opinion on it. I'm playing devil's advocate because sometimes these Met fans, you understand, get angry and they don't understand what, what you're trying to say. Uh, but this is what David Stearns will say. If the team is struggling and they get to the trade deadline and they're on track to win another 74, 75 games, okay. they're going to say, all right, this guy, what is he doing for us? We're still a bad team. Yeah. So he's the face of a franchise that hits a bo- bunch of home runs on a bad team, like the famous Ralph Kiner line when he went mm-hmm. in to ask for more money after he led the league in home runs and we finished last, we can finish last without you. And he's going to say, look at the prospects and rebuilding this farm system, which we needed to do. It's priority one. And the guy's in his 30s. So what am I going to do? Give him eight years, nine years, ten years at this ridiculous number to just watch him depreciate over the next number of seasons? Or can I go and rebuild this team by making a huge deal at the trade deadline for a desperate team? That's what he's going to say. Uh, Listen, I suppose if there's like the perfect offer and you're talking about top, top level prospects 
and it's you know almost like a Herschel Walker deal of of baseball. There's some logic to that for a franchise that has been devoid of sluggers, you know. Prior to Pete, what was and homegrown ones. Bel- too. Beltron was what forty-one home runs was the most yeah. we ever had in a season. Yeah, homegrown, a guy who's got pretty much a lock for forty and fifty home run potential. Juice some balls, and we're hit, we're talking sixty. Like those don't grow on trees, man. Those those you're gonna watch Pete Alonso go hit several hundred home runs for another team, and what you said does logically make sense. And I actually do really appreciate the executives that don't get emotional and don't think that way, where they're just like, what is best for the team long-term? Uh, I get all that. But, you know, you got to have some people. You got to have some guys on your team. And if you've already got a guy like Lindor locked up, it's like if they were totally, if there was no core at all, I could understand that. But if you've already got Lindor, Nimo, Diaz, some of the pieces in place... Sanga, you know, like, you got to have a first baseman. You got to yeah. have some guys on your team. So, like, you, you can't go out there and be, like, a 50-win team. So, to me, I, I don't think there's any reason to not sign this guy. The money will be there. People kind of, you know, discount him. Like, you can, you can get you can get another first baseman. Like, corner, corner infield is not... Again, point to point to me the homegrown homegrown guy who's hitting forty to fifty home runs. Yeah, and it, it doesn't happen. And yeah. I I think and tell me if I'm off base on this, but and I don't think I've ever even said this to Boomer, but we haven't talked a ton of Mets this off season. It's been so much football, but I really do believe that part of the reason why this is even a discussion is his personality. Yeah, that he doesn't have that aura about him. He's a goofball, and I'm not yep. saying it's a bad thing. But, like, David Wright, when he was the face of the organization, was like, man, that guy is just perfect, Mm -hmm. you know? And then a guy like Daryl Strawberry, he would walk around, he was huge, he just had, like, oh, my God, that's Daryl Strawberry. Mike Piazza, holy crap. Bigger than life, larger than life, yeah. Right, so, like, Pete Alonso's just, like, this kind of goofy dude from Florida that's just like, hey, man, like, this is awesome. But you know what? If he would embrace that, it would work. Yeah. And... And I, I get that you want to be like, I'm the man. It's just off with him. Yeah. And I and I don't I, I love the guy. I met him a couple times. He's very he's been nice to come on our show. He's given us time. Like I, I don't mean it as a knock, but it's like I almost wish I could like do PR for him. And like yes. when, when I see I, I say this all the time to be honest. Yeah. What my what my second career after Barstool should be is PR for players and teams where it's like, don't send that tweet. Don't give that clip. Here's what you should say because these, some of these guys, it's like who who told you this was a good idea, you know? And I I think he tries to just be something he's not. I learned it myself on the internet. Like you try to be something, you try to be cool, you try to say this, you try to act like that, and when you're not, people can smell that a mile away, you know? Yeah. And I just remember little things like at the home run derby when he was like closing his eyes and like the camera zooming in on him, and he's like focused. And he's like, he's listening to like Drake or whatever, like <laughs> nodding along. And I'm like, he probably does do that. I'm not saying it's not yeah. him, but I think in the moment he was like, I'm going to like listen to music and be cool. And it's like, just go be out there and be like, I'm a goof. I'm a, I'm a kind of fat goofball who gnashes. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what I do. I'm not cool. I'm not slick. I'm not suave. What I do is mash. 
People would love that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I really do believe that this would not be a discussion if he was that guy who was the unquestioned leader. He wasn't doing the Donnie Stevenson stuff. Oh, that was the worst. Oh, that was the worst. <laughs> yeah. I actually, like, I, I got a kick out of it for, like, one day when it was, like, it, okay, this is a cool little clubhouse joke. Yeah. And then he, they, like, had somebody dress up like it. I was like, oh, boy, here we go. The, the Mets still, this is what Cohen needs to fix, and I don't know how you do it. Because I don't know, no matter who we have in here, the players, the coaches, the team, whatever, they still, the Mets still Mets, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, but you can't because you're yeah. the Mets and you right. always get caught and it's always LOL Mets, so stop doing that stuff. Right, right, a- exactly. And I, I try to, I've tried to defend them for years and years and years and I've now just waved, I, I waved the white flag on it. I can't, I can't defend some of the goofy stuff. I can't do yeah. it. And then, and then the problem, like, this is something that, this is a good topic for you because I, I don't think this, this is like a new thing in sports talk and in sports media. Like back when I was growing up and listening to the radio station and consuming sports media when I was in my twenties. So we're talking like, Two uh two thousand and four, five, six, somewhere in there. If someone that was talking about the Mets or the Vikings or the Knicks had a a negative opinion about the team, I would want to and I had a positive opinion of the team, I'd I'd want to debate them a little bit, but I wouldn't hate that person's guts mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. And that's something that has gone on now. Where you can't, like, and the Met fan base is so sensitive right now. Oh, I hate the Met fan base. Yeah, right. You can't say anything negative without them hating your guts. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, I want the best for the Mets too. And Mm -hmm. if, if I'm sitting here and saying everything they do is great and not calling them out for it, then now I'm not doing my job. Sure. No, I get that. I get that. I just think, well, I, I also, I have a different, experience right now with a man a man by the name of frank fleming yeah right right and because i used to be known as like the most negative sky is falling guy i was that dude who was you know the 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 character in major league like uh, you know rooting against them basically right because i couldn't stand to see the Wilpons ever succeed and get lucky uh and now frank comes in and you know Frank is a superstar. He's probably the most recognizable person at the company. He's doing Frank walks right now. He's yeah. losing a ton of weight. He's a different guy. He's amazing. He called in last week because I brought him up, and he was just so happy to get all the flowers thrown at him. Oh, it was hilarious. No, he's the bell of a ball right now. <laughs> but he is so negative at all times. When you get to that level, it's like, well, now I can't trust that you're being logical at all because everything is negative when we were winning a hundred games the sky was falling every day yeah, yeah. now is that you know if you got some complaints now i understand he was doing the same thing in 2022 when we were winning you know three out of every four games sure so that's the kind of stuff where and what i really try to preach and i it, it's it's steve cohen came in and took over one of the worst organizations in all of sports and in the in the grand scope of owning a baseball team, we are still at like the very first little blip of his you know reign, if you will. And I think there's so much that needs to be done that, like, just remember, you know, you're not even making 
$375 million offers. You're not even in the conversation, you know, and it's not that long ago when the, when the Korea day happened, which yeah. ended up all reversing, but there was a, listen, they, they, they have a, a thing called the Cohen tax. Yeah. You know, like yep. he's changed the game. Uh, by the way, if Steve Cohen ever pulled with the Dodgers pulled with Shohei Otani, the world would have oh my collapsed God. into oh, yeah. itself. One, 100%. So, yep. uh, you know, we can't, like, he, it, it, it's just remember how bleak. I think people have a real short memory on how dark and how bleak it was. And I know maybe the results aren't there, but, like, a lot of the infrastructure and off-the-field stuff, it's a lot, lot, lot better. Now, if a couple more years go by and no money's being spent and things haven't changed, then then you have a gripe. But... We're only a couple years removed from the best season we've all witnessed in the last uh, last thirty years. Yep, uh, and it's it's like a little bit of grace, guys. A little bit, you know what I mean? We're Mets fans. We've been through a lot worse than this. Yeah, and I do know? think that's part of it, though, is that if you're someone who was negative during the Wilpon reign, then you got excited about Steve Cohen being here, and the seasons have gone the way they did. Like for example, I mean that that hundred and one win season was great, but that that series down in Atlanta where you got swept was horrible. Then totally. that Padre series, getting your ass kicked, and then Max mm-hmm. Scherzer, the the guy, the the real big Steve Cohen Ugh. acquisition. Don't you just hate him now? Kill- oh, I hate his guts. Hate him. He gets killed on that and, Friday but, but night. But then, and then this is where, like, in what world, what other fan base would have the two guys go to the World Series winning team? Yeah, I know. You know, like, know. what? How does that happen? <laughs> and, it, and it's the Texas. Rangers? I know. I like know. how that's where <laughs> that's where I get nervous because I'm like Steve Cohen has so much money and I think he's smart enough to put the best people in baseball around him. Yeah. That it's almost like inevitable that at some point will be a contending franchise. But when things like that happen, I'm yeah. like this is you're, you're cursed. Right. Absolutely. And I get worried that even, you know, Steve Cohen could have 50 billion dollars. And he would go, well, I don't know, there's black magic working against him. <laughs> because how does Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer go go to the... It's just... Yeah, but at least happen? DeGrom didn't pitch. I, I mean, know, at that, least that, they, if he was, like, lights out... Yeah, that would have been... And, and, and Max wasn't good, so it's like, they didn't really, like... But the fact that they're going to have rings, and, you know, it's like, yeah. how does that happen? Yeah. It's the same thing as, you know, uh, Doc and, and Daryl back in the day, right. going to the Yankees. The Yankees. Like, how... Well, I know. In what world? All right, it is Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Kevin Clancy, KFC from Barstool with us for the entire show. We got CeeLo coming up with his first update of the morning. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Boomer and Geo on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Kevin Clancy, KFC from Barstool with us for the entire show. Co-hosting, filling in for Boomer. In the break, CBS Sports Network, just for us on the monitor, put up this picture of Otani and Yamamoto. So, Stephen, if you could put that back up for a second, because CeeLo pointed out something that has been going on crazy on X and Instagram and everywhere else with these uniforms. So the Fanatics uniform is is so bad. Now, this picture is probably, could be the most important off-season spring training picture there is. Otani and Yamamoto standing together. And the pants are see-through with these uniforms, and you could see the jersey tuck through the pants. And this was something that was seen with other guys that were doing interviews and stuff, and it was picked up Media on. Media day yesterday. But this is just, it's How embarrassing. How does this get, like, approved? I don't know. Not, like, even from, like, the on every level, even, like, the, the photographer wouldn't be like, hey, guys, your pants are see-through. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Right. Crazy. Just throw a filter on that bad boy. You know what's interesting is when this, this deal happened, like, baseball fans like, fanatics, like, I have the uniforms, oh, my God, they're going to be crap. It's going to go right. Look at this. Look at it. It's so bad. Yeah, it's but it's bad. like, I, it, I don't usually get bent out of shape about stuff like this. Like, oh, this, the patch on this or that or the numbers, the jersey. But that... That particularly looks stupid. Right. I mean, it's chintzy. It's, yeah. it's bad. It's yeah. just... And I remember saying, like, that these uniforms come out of the same uh, factory in Vietnam. Doesn't matter who's making China. them. In China. <laughs> That's where they're coming out of. It doesn't matter. But no, they were right. The baseball yeah. fans were right. Fanatics took the easy way out, the cheap way out, and they look like crap. I guess if you are a Jersey guy, I'm not. But if you're used to buying them and wearing them and, and you're really a uniform dude, you, you know these things. I never in a million years would have cared about this, but... Uh, See, I'm not a uniform. This is I'm actually surprised this is usually the Mets. Right. Usually the Mets would have put out a picture and be like, you can see through these guys' pants. No, well, I mean, it's all of Major League yeah. Baseball that, yeah. is, that is dealing with this. But, like, I'm not a guy who wears a jersey anymore, but I'm someone who, when I look at Major League Sports, I want to see high-quality stuff, especially mm-hmm. when we're talking about these guys. I mean, Shohei Otani signed a $700 million contract that he's wearing paper mache <laughs> pants. It's <laughs> so stupid. It really is stupid. And when you see the back with the letter, for the last name smaller than the numbers. Oh, yeah. So the Yankees won't have to deal with that, of course. Oh, but everyone it, else. It yeah, there is, is something a little, uh, you know, baseball uniforms are a little bit higher up for me. I don't really care what your football uniforms or basketball uniforms look like as much. Baseball, you want to look, you want to play the part. Well, especially with some of these classic franchises. Yeah. And that and hockey, too. Like, those mm, those are the ones. Hockey, yeah. I believe Fanatics is taking over the NHL. Oh, I don't know my. what year that's starting, Grr. but I'm pretty sure they're taking over. This is out. Wow, they're making so much money. How did? And by the way, the biggest Super Bowl party, the most exclusive Super Bowl party there was in Vegas, was the Fanatics party. Yeah, they're everywhere, right? That yeah, is. How did that happen? Yeah. Like it was only like seven hundred tickets 
Ice Spice performed. It was like a crazy thing that you couldn't get into. You a big Ice Spice fan? No, not at all. Al, you a big Ice Spice fan? I'm not really sure who she is, Ice Spice. We, I would love to do, just like, put Al in a room with Ice Spice and just have him, like, listen to her records and, and like, review them. That would be great. You guys oh. should do that. <laughs> I'll admit I have no idea. You don't Ice know Ice Spice? Spice? No, yeah. come on. She was guys. in the, the box with Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah. She had the oh, d- okay. demonic stuff on right. music, but, like, yeah, on the, the Satan worshiper. No. Yeah. She's one of Satan the most, worshiper. like, iconic, or not iconic, but uh, recognizable people out there right now. Come uh, on. I'm taking the hit. I mean, I admit it's probably bad that I don't know, but she I'll did be the Duncan donut super bowl commercial too well she went viral because she was in the box with taylor swift and she had a upside down cross on her neck and then she was doing like the devil horn oh, thing God. and people like oh she's, she's saying that she's, she's from the bronx she's a new yorker right. give her love. you said she did a duncan commercial not the ben affleck j-lo no 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 she did oh, oh wait sorry not the duncan okay. commercial the starry commercial the sprite right. uh competitor commercial. But i think she did something with duncan too she did. Oh, I don't she, know about the Super Bowl, did, but I think she right. I mean, she's drink. everywhere, man. It was right. a drink. Yeah, that's right. I remember doing the reads for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, CeeLo, what do you have over there, all man? Right, we are brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. Also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. Second season in the big leagues for Kodai Senga. Of course, finds himself atop this uh, Mets remade rotation. Not exactly the start he and the team were looking for, though. Yeah, after the after his size session yesterday, he came in and you know experienced some arm fatigue. Uh, so he's staying inside, and we're taking a look at him. That was, of course, manager Carlos Mendoza See, this yesterday. Is, this is something that, uh, not to, to go in and project, but this is something that's alarming in the sense of they were very protective of him last year, yep. giving him the off days, making sure he was on his regular schedule. You have an entire off season. You come back, and in the first couple of days, you're experiencing fatigue. Fatigue sounds to me like something we're going to tell everybody so they don't freak I, out. Then they look into it, and it's something terrible. How can you be fa- fatigued? Right. I know. Fatigue implies, like, you know, a long period of time you're tired. Like, it's, it's we just started. Yeah. This is, I, I don't get nervous until I hear barking. When they tell me that the elbow's barking, then <laughs> then all the alarms go off. But, man, if he, if he is in trouble this year... <laughs> Literally, who's going to pitch? That's that's an excellent point. One more for Mendoza. I'm uh, not sure yet where they go from here. We'll see. We got to get with the trainers because that was that was late. Obviously, um, I got to get more information. But he got on the mound yesterday, and today he came in and you know just overall arm fatigue. Yeah. So further evaluation on Senga. Perhaps we'll get something a little bit more later on today. But uh, certainly would be a hit to an already thin Mets rotation. Let's be honest. Many Mets fans probably. Uh, the one sitting to my left here, already on edge bit, and there hasn't even been a meaningful pitch thrown yet. Our guy Evan Roberts certainly on the list, and he was going through it yesterday, of course, on Evan and Tiki. That's the issue Met fans are having. They can't carpent, carmenta, carmenta pentalize. <laughs> compartmentalize. Compartmentalize. Compart. Compartment. Say compartment. Compartment. Compartmentalize. Compartmentalize. They can't <laughs> carpamentalize. Oh, my God. <laughs> They can't corpament. <laughs> say compartment. Compartmentalize. There you go. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> All you got to do is say compartment. Poor guy. Uh, poor, poor guy. Poor Tiki that well, he's got to deal with. At least he <laughs> tried to give him a life raft. Tried to help him out a little bit there. I mean, that is a tough one. I, I've, I've had an issue with that one. But he's, that's what I mean. He's so worked up about yeah, the Mets. we got to slow that one down a little bit. Right. Did you see the way he looks? Have you seen him lately, Kevin? No. Oh, oh my God. See him with the bandana yesterday? Yeah. Oh, what, is he just losing his mind? I well, think he heard you ripping his hair and figured, let me just throw a bandana on here. So what? Like, he, what a bandana? Ha- like like Michael Scott in the office when he's wearing... When yes. Like, oh, here it is. All right. Like so a, this, he's a so biker he, gang. All right. So just so you know... He did this bet where oh. if Pete Alonso wasn't signed, 
he wasn't going to cut his hair and his beard. So, oh, lordy. <laughs> so now... That's not a good idea for here him. Here he is. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'll be honest. Kind of like it. You like it? I think gives the man- him, Gives him, the, you know, a little... Uh, he looks a little tough for once yeah. in his life, you know? Yeah. The bandana yesterday helped with that. It if you like took the bandana be- off, you'd be ripping a machine. That yeah. I can understand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could understand. I can see that not going great. But keep the bandana. If you look like a little like Daniel Bryan almost, a little wrestling vibe to you. Yeah, so that was good. That's that's how he looked actually okay, and he combed his hair back. This one the other day, this <laughs> this was Friday when they did this, this A-Rod day, and they took a picture outside of the studio, and he he was just... Oh, here we go. Look at this one. This this is what he looks like normally. <laughs> See that? Oh, um, See? Yeah. <laughs> that's a bad one. Betsy. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, that looks like a, like a prison picture. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's what we said. Mugshot. I know. So that's where he's at right now. They yeah. can't carpent, carment, carment, carpentalize. That's going to be on the drop forever <laughs> now, right? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, my wife can't say burglary. Like, cannot say. Burglary. How does it come out? Burgle, burglary, 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 burglary. She cannot say it. Like I've got a minute and a half video on on my phone of her trying to say it. Wow, cannot get it out. I mean, it's, I say repeat, just like Tiki was doing. I say repeat after me. Burglary can't do it. Do you have any any bugaboos? Well, actually, that one I've I've struggled with. Car. Oh my <laughs> I can't do it. Compartmentalize. I've struggled with that over one. here. Jeez. Yeah. Compartmentalize. I have one. I'm forgetting what the word is now, but every time I I have to say it on the air sometimes, and I, and I always screw it up. I, I started. What it is. I started saying uh, as a joke. I started saying documentary, <laughs> and now I can't stop. Now you're stuck on yeah. it. Yeah, documentary. Documentary. It documentary. just slips out now. I sound ridiculous. I used to have a problem saying Mark Schlereth's name. Mm. So did dog stuff. One. Oh well, dog yeah, had him a on Super Bowl week. You guys sit next to him, and he butchered his name like three times. Oh. And he's like, "Hey, Marky!" Like they were old friends. And when he introduced him, and when he finished the spot, he butchered the last name. Both what times. did he? What did he call? I him, couldn't you even remember. It didn't make any sense. Whatever it was, it didn't make any sense. But the guy was sitting there with him, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I love love him." And he couldn't even say his name. Yeah, so. Mark Schlereth. Schlereth. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All I think right. He, it was like. Shalareth, or he was like stressing the wrong syllable. Well, you know? I mean, we have him trying to say Chris Olave's name. Wow, I mean, a million of them, right? Olave, 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 whatever. It's the kid from Ohio State. Olave, 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 Shaquan Barkley, Shaquan Barkley. Oh my God, this is a this is a big thing with Portnoy too. He can't pronounce any names. He says McCulkey Culkin. Oh is a famous one. He called Gigi Hadid. Uh, Jiggy Gahad. <laughs> it's unbelievable. He, he can't say anybody's name. Uh, what was that? Oh, my goodness. Remember when he called a reporter for, like, the Washington Post, and he kept saying, mispronouncing uh, a word. Yeah, uh... Oh my he's, god. He says misogenic. Yeah, instead of, of misogynistic. That's right. And, he, he's and like that's, he always, misogenic comments. And nobody she wasn't like <laughs> correcting him at all. He enough. said it like thirteen times. Oh my god, that's <laughs> all I could focus on was and that. He can't he physically can't do it. And he's like, that's how that's that's how you know I'm not misogynistic. I can't even say the word. <laughs> so called heinous crime. Heinous. Much hubadoo and much to me made about nothing. Much hubadoo. All right, CeeLo, what else is going on? All right, man? Yankee second baseman Glaber Torres entering his walk year ahead of free agency. Here was the uh, 27-year-old on the road ahead. I don't want to leave from here. Uh, I feel in home right now. I know everybody, my brothers, family here. I want to be Yankee for life, but uh, 
that's on my my goals. Let's see what happens. Well, like many other guys in his spot, open to talks and negotiations right now, but not once the season begins. Just wants to focus on playing. And he had the mustache when he showed up the other day. Yeah. Already ditched that from media day yesterday. That's done. Mm, Austin yeah. Wells is still sticking with that uh, bushy son of a gun. Now, there's the mustache from, I think that was Tuesday for their first full squad workout. But in the pictures from there, you go. CBS Sports all over. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's the look right there, right? Yep. Yep. With the eyebrow slash. Yep. That's the Glaber we know and love. There you go. <laughs> Knicks out of the All-Star break. Still missing OG Ananobi and Julius Randle. No specific return to play timeline for either of them. Randle optimistic that he'll make it back from that dislocated shoulder this season, but he admits surgery remains a possibility. You know, I have to weigh out everything, ultimately, and, and decide you know, from there. But uh, right now I'm just focused on trying to avoid that, obviously, and get back on the court. You got the Knicks. Yeah, this was not a good press conference. No. Well, I gave you the quotes from I guess they had Tuesday mm-hmm. with uh, with uh, Tom Thibodeau, and it sounded encouraging. Yeah. Yesterday, not as much. Yeah, I mean the fact that season-ending surgery is still on the table and that came from the horse's mouth mm-hmm. was extremely alarming. Yeah, but who and knows? Ananobi to a lesser extent. You know, there's no like, yeah, we hope we're coming back. We don't know when. Yeah, that's yeah. almost. What's worse? <laughs> you know <laughs> but, what I mean? Like the uncertainty right. is like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, I I am I have never thought I'd sit here and desperately want to see Julius Randle in the playoffs. Same. <laughs> but that is that's where we're at. Yeah. I got to see him in the playoffs. Yeah. And yeah. I, he was really trending in a great way too and this would and obviously the last couple of playoff se- uh series for him have been miserable and he was what hurt a last year. Easter yeah. famine guy he is. You know I know what I mean when he's on it's like he can go with toe to toe with anybody when he's off it's like he's you know, uh, pouting and a mess out there. And this would have been the year, too. Like, another year with Jalen Brunson. He's calming everything down. This would have been the year for him. So, hopefully, we'll still see him. But, like, of course, it, like, everything in New York sports, when you're on the precipice of something going great, something has to collapse Always. on your head. Always. And that's what's going on. Well, mm-hmm. in the short term, some good news. Dante DiVincenzo's off the injury report, so he is good to go for tonight against the Sixers. Bogey Bogdanovich and Isaiah Hartenstein are probable. They had missed uh, the last game or two before the All-Star break, so they do have some healthy bodies coming back out of the break. The Nets will face the uh, the Raptors rather in Toronto under interim head coach Kevin Ollie. you got coverage on the fan in the free Odyssey app beginning at 650. Rangers, Devils from Prudential Center this evening. The Blue Shirts going for a ninth consecutive win. You've also got the Islanders in St. Louis to face the Blues. Now, took a couple of days and a couple of exclusive quotes. First to Newsday and then a big write-up in the Post. But uh, St. John's head coach Rick Pitino finally stood down a bit on the post-game criticism of his players following Sunday's loss to Seton Hall. I said to my staff, anybody, any guys, any of them upset? a couple of feelings of hurt. So I immediately went in the team and told them, I absolutely love you guys. I would never, ever want to embarrass you, but it's my bad. I'm at fault. My bad. Yeah. So they had their best practice of the to year, me, and then they won at Georgetown last night. Right, well. Georgetown stinks. We exactly. Now, I, I do think that this has more to do about recruiting yeah. and going oh, yeah. forward than it goes oh, yeah. with this team. Because wants, You don't want to go play for You can't do these things these days. Exactly. You know I mean? and, and it sucks because you should be able, you know, there, there needs to be a little bit of that in coaching, especially if you're playing poorly, but... You know, when you got divas and five star recruits and everybody whining and dining and NIL and all that, it's like I don't want to go there with this guy if he's gonna, 
you know, bash me to the public. Right. And he also mentioned players' names when he was bashing them and not mm -hmm. just saying collectively. And he goes, I never should have mentioned the name. <laughs> but uh, Nikola Jokic, he's a guy who can't move laterally. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh, now you're you know, slamming an MVP now, yeah. too. No, yeah. But he's, I don't know, that was just a bad look. And he, he does not, he hates this team. We know he hates this team. <laughs> no, he says he loves them. Right. Other he, than breathing air, he said. Right. He doesn't love them. He, he thinks that they suck. And he said it was the most uh, miserable season he's ever had in coaching. Miserable experience. This yeah. was yesterday about the future. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. It's like, hey, I, I'm sorry. My bad. I'm not going to do that again to the guys that are coming in next year in the transfer portal when I get rid of these losers. You, That's what he was saying. We, we, we want guys, you know, I hate the lip service, right? I like right. the honesty. and then But then when somebody does it, people are like, whoa, you can't do that. It's like, well, which, yeah, which we just went too far. Yeah, you and he, too far. He, didn't, yeah. he didn't take any accountability for the team stinking. That right. was the problem. Right. So. right. And then followed it up with multiple days of quotes and it wasn't until he's sitting at the post-game press conference last night right yeah my bad in mm -hmm. hindsight so you're right little uh kind of see through see right through that one just like the fanatics pants <laughs> all right <laughs> boomer and geo coming to you live with the build ford tough studio hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Boomer and Geo with Kevin Clancy from Barstool with us for the entire show. Let's go. Do you Old take thing. a lot of calls when you do live shows? Never, right? You know, uh, so my show, we do voicemails. Right. Uh, like pre-recorded -pre calls that they, they leave us messages and video messages. So we get a little bit of that, but we don't get the live element. Like the live calls. You need that. You, you need, need that. the live calls. We were doing call. Radio for a while. We got, we got a couple live calls, and there's just something. They're a different breed when you call in live, you know? Yeah, well, we found this guy yesterday. Actually, two days. He called back-to-back -back days. He is a moon-chasing, mushroom microdosing mm -hmm. gynecologist who was at the Las Vegas shooting. Can you wow? Can you even make that one up? Yeah, think no, about you can't. that. You can't script that. And then there was something. What else exactly does moon chasing mean? He was also at uh, Tel Aviv bombing. That's right. Yes, it's yeah. like a bad luck Forrest Gump. <laughs> yes, <laughs> his final destination. Uh, that's exactly what I said. I yeah. said your your life is like final destination. Um, moon chasing, like he goes after eclipses and full moons and tries to get in certain areas of the world just where, to, just to witness it, or does something like happen? I think, well, the eclipse is he's going to go in the middle of the ocean to get totality of the eclipse while, what he's, he wants to while say. he's on shrooms and like just yes. live. And he said this was the other thing. He said he got original COVID and he was in the hospital for seven days and he was very, very ill. And he would look out the window of his hospital bed to the moon and the moon became, saved him and the moon saved him. 
And that's how he got into the moon chasing. Al, are you doing mushrooms? <laughs> I have not tried mushrooms. I think you'd be a mushrooms guy, no? Uh, yeah, you know, Get I on hear, the beach and just, you know. Yeah, I hear like Joe Rogan talking about that stuff. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Why don't you? Because I, I, don't, I don't know who to trust. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to? To administer. He's getting well, close. We can get that done for you, Al. We'll, we'll hook you up. He's getting close to trying a gummy. He's never done close. anything. Oh, you never even... Have no. you Have you done never. anything? No. Wow. Just alcohol. Hmm. Yeah. I, I think know. you could use a gummy in your life. Yeah, I bet you I, I probably would I be think much... You would, you would relax a little, yes. you know? But then, like, Eddie gets paranoid, so I don't want that. Yeah, the paranoia... Is, but but the, it's... so There's, you know, something for everybody these days. Right. But how do they know what to... What to give you? Well, I think you walk in and you say. Yeah, they have like a menu almost. If you're, yeah, but you're who am I wa- walking into? Who a guy who knows weed? That's weird too. Yeah, no, nah, it's the same thing. You walk in, you know, you, you want a red, a white? Do you want, you know, this kind of wine? Do you want this kind of alcohol? There's something for everybody. Yeah, come on. You sound you sound like you're ancient, Al. <laughs> I know that I am. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you are. Yeah. What are you like a hundred now, Al? Uh, Fifty four. <laughs> Jeez. You really got to think about your age. I did. <laughs> yeah, that's when you know you're old. But you look great. He does. You haven't changed. You, you've looked the same for what? Twenty years? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, he doesn't age because he's so healthy. He's I guess so. He's lost Stay weight. Stay away from the gummies and the mushrooms. Well, yeah, exactly. But all seed oils. By the way, did you see the Impossible Burger? Which is such a joke. That's crap they put in there. But they're changed from canola oil to avocado oil. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So oh, it's now, still crap. It's still crap. But uh, <laughs> but seed oils going down day by day. Yeah, you know when you don't live, you don't age. Yeah, there you go. Mm, wow. That's, that's wow. That is that's a, like I'm I'm moon chasing and on shrooms. You just blew my mind. Yeah, that's a fortune cookie mm-hmm. spot right there. Uh, let's go to Whitey from Massapequa. What's going on, Whitey? Hey, what's up, Gio and Kevin? How you guys doing? Great, man. What do you got? What's up, Whitey? Not too much, uh, Kevin. Congrats on the on the huge success over at Barstool. Thanks, man. I had, uh, a couple questions for you. Sure. So, uh, with this recent weather, you still shovel your own driveway, or you have PTSD from uh, from that? Dude, I I I, uh, I did not shovel my own driveway. I just didn't do anything. <laughs> I like hadn't thought about it really. I I I, uh, I had a house, then I lived in an apartment for a couple of years. Now I'm back to the house, and it snowed. And I, like as I went to work that day to drive, I was like, "Oh wait a minute, there's snow everywhere." <laughs> and then I just kind of like plowed through the snow myself for the next few days until it like kind of started to melt. So I'm for sure gonna need to find somebody if you're in the area in Westchester and you plow. Uh, holler at me because I'm for sure not shoveling my own. I'm not shoveling ever again. Right. Exactly. Ever again. There's some things you got to drop. Just something. I, I, I might go all out and just get one of those like heated driveways where you just oh. like flip a switch. I don't know how much those cost. A lot. But honestly, it's probably worth it. Yeah, I got a buddy who was thinking about that. But it doesn't snow enough, at least on Long Island I, anymore. I was pretty stunned that we... I was like thinking we're never going to get snow again at one point. I mean, it was warm up until... Recently, and then you know we finally got a couple storms. Do you have but, a landscaper? I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Usually yeah. those guys will, will come and do, do it. it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That Let's makes go sense. to Alan, who was in Westchester. What's going on, Alan? Hey guys, how are you doing? What's hey, up, uh, man? I was um, listening to you guys talking about not being able to pronounce words. I work in corporate communications. I had a boss who could not say the word success. He said it with all S's. He would always say success. <laughs> So I had one of my jobs was to write speeches for him, and he made speeches a couple of times a week. 
So every time I wrote a speech for him, I would make sure and put the word success in the speech about 50 times. And then I would just sit back and watch the show. You hated that guy, Some Alan. Some people like to watch the world burn, man. <laughs> you you know obviously... He never caught on either. Oh, my God. Yeah, that that's tough, man. Like Some people, though, I like as, as funny as it is that Evan couldn't pronounce a word, but that guy, clearly, the guy who can't say success, like has a speech impediment. Yeah, right? that, that, now we're just picking on right. Who can't? <laughs> now, I've, now I've, I'm starting to feel bad about this. Uh, but yeah, Evan not being able to say compartmentalize. I that that's one I struggle with too. Now I've just realized. It. I I just uh, dug up some old clips the other day, and I found one where uh, Portnoy said uh, in the same clip he said Lorenzo Ball, <laughs> and then. He he wrote out J Lo yeah. and wrote J L O W E like Rob Lowe. <laughs> and he admitted to us, he was like, I never really knew how to spell her nickname. And I was like, What wow. it's just J and Low, dude. What So some people are uh I some I think some people just don't care. You know, their brains are wired right. one way and they just don't care. Yeah, and they say, You know what I meant. Right. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Success, even though I'm not saying it right, you know what I meant. Right, right. Li- library and weird things like right. that. You know, frustrated. There's frustrated. an R there. <laughs> Frust. There's an R. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 